Hi guys, it's Claudia and Nico, and you're listening to our another great mistake. Let's go. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good morning. Today it's a special Today day. Today is a new day. Yeah, like every morning. Like every other day. Exactly. So today is what, 10th of October? When we are recording it. Yeah, so basically today is... Uh, what is that today? World's Mental Health Day. World's... World... Ment- I so many, I'm confused because it's International World Mental Health Day. No, it's not. There's exactly. one World Mental Health Day, which is 10th of October. Oh. Every single year. For past, I don't know how many years, but yeah. it's always been 10th of October. And I today... Today I did good to my mental health. You went twice to the gym. I know, and I've done lots of exercises and swimming and breathing exercises. Is last day I'm going back to work tomorrow, which I'm pretty buzzing about it. I'm buzzing about it, like a busy bee. You know, uh, fortunately on and unfortunately at the same time, I'm gonna be working only three days and I'm gonna have a week off because we booked. I, mean, I guess it's long. fortunate. Yeah, You're yeah, not I gonna mean, get tired. No, not even tired. But yeah, it's gonna be slow uh, start, you know, mm-hmm. and, and which is good. And you know, on top of that, uh, it's October break in Scotland, so we're gonna have week with kids whole week, and we're going away for four days. But yeah, you know, that's what I mean. Instead of wasting my time on this um, time when I was off sick, I put pulled myself together, put myself together and pulled myself together. And I went to gym every day, sometimes twice a day. I've done, you know, uh, lots of good things. I, uh, I go back to my strong mental health um, mind. Routine. Routine. Sorry if you heard just creaking noises that's our neighbors upstairs walking and yeah so uh, so yeah I feel I feel good you know because first week was absolutely crap second week I was getting there but third week was uh, yeah I can see clearly I can see clearly that the rain is gone <laughs> no I wanted to say that I can see clearly that our tools my tools which I got from Many, many uh, intelligent and fantastic people work. And years of experience, because it's yeah, not and only... therapy and everything, yeah, exactly. It's, it's so, not only other people, you know, giving us tips and tools. Yeah, I've been on therapy for well six years with two years. living our lives in trying... You know, but I think trying the to success... Trying to adjust and experience. The biggest of, of my own success in, in terms of mental health, you know, when we're talking about mental health, is... Engaging in therapy and and that led me to being aware of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, but we spoke about that and you know, like, I mean, obviously Depression Anxiety that's part of mental health, which most of regular people struggling with but there is you know like lots of other things like ill mental health in terms of like conditions, you know, like psychosis this and that, Mm -hmm. you know, schizophrenia and psychosis is a is a part of well psychosis is a element of okay. multiple different uh, yeah so conditions. You, see, you know it's different like hearing voices so it's a as state. well I'm so like that's psychosis we, we we spoke about I used to work uh, I was supporting a gentleman who was uh, hearing voices on his life you know and and you know like for for us random people they when you think like hearing voices you know but can you imagine like waking up in the morning and going through your day and you 
or you're seeing things as well. Do you know it's what I mean? A, well, this, the sensory disturbance you're having, mm. it's literally sensory disturbance. Every single sense you've got can be affected by uh, psychosis. So it could be smells, it could be touch, it could be... Um, Seeing things, Seeing hearing things, things, hearing things, literally every single you know, sense how, you if, have. If, if, it's like if you're born with that, you know, can you imagine like how you defer, defer, the 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 fear, I forgot the word. Deteriorate. No, no, the, the, define. See, the, the, see the difference. Differentiate. Differentiate, exactly. Differentiate. <laughs> yeah, the, the, something is real or not. Yeah, so it's like I was having that uh, story, and it's an open story. Too deep because no, it's an open mm -hmm. story. It's a story which is wide known. Like mm -hmm. the woman I am talking about, okay. uh, give a statement of a live experience. Mm -hmm. She works for the organization I do, and it's her story. So it's official. There's nothing. All right. Okay. There's nothing, uh, you know, uh, confidential about the story itself. Uh, she started for the first time. She started to see things and hear things when she first time she recalls was when she was five years old. Yeah. So you can imagine a five years old child uh, seeing yeah, things. You. And I mean, a lot of from what I know, uh, mm -hmm. from from what I've learned, a lot of children does have a imaginary friends yeah, and so as a all parent, of those. So, it's like, oh, I've got we, yeah. we, you know, I mean, we, we creature in the corner. She's my friend, yeah. and you ask me, yeah, that's so cute, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So in you know, in a lot, in a lot of cases, that just like sorts itself out. Did you, did you had sorry for going out of subject? Did you had like imaginary friend with you when you were no, a kid? No. Yeah, neither. So all right. So so yeah. No, so, so yeah. So she see she has seen and lived with. Uh, a gnome, which was okay. living in her curtains. Like, like a garden gnome? Yeah, like okay. a garden gnome. And mm. the, the gnome was living in her curtains, that was his home. And this gnome lived with her for many, many years as a positive element of her life. So that sensory disturbance which mm. were in her case were uh, a quite, it was the supportive voice. So it wasn't a bad voice, okay, which, so was, like, oh, which was undermining you do this, do that, her. You should, in do that. Oh, you should listen to your mom. When you... It was more even about like giving her reassurance in like stressful situations wow. or when she was preparing herself for so the exams. Terms, she was, was literally was, saying, yeah, she was, was literally saying that when she was studying for the exams for her uni, uh, she was telling to her voice out loud. So you remember that part, and I will remember that part. Wow. So I don't have to learn this part and when we go for the exam. So, the, so that was, was actually coping strategy. She, yeah, she, wow. she was, it was, it was full, full on, uh, but it was never, uh, so she, she did say like, I guess if there is something like that going on and, it's uh, and it's not interrupting in your everyday life and it's not, yeah, it's not damaging and hurting your health, your, yourself or other your, people yeah, around yeah, you yeah. then I mean it's a matter of learning how to live with it mm. and how not to make this voice to distract you in many ways uh, her yeah, case but, but it's hard actually you know like hard to say at some point obviously you do go, go through um, you know like almost like research you know and like your, your doctors are going you through tests and stuff and because if you've been living whole life with that yeah, it's hard she, to you know you know to see what is actually or to, to, to you know to know what is the yeah she said like she she honestly says that, you know? she honestly said that she thought everybody's got a i can see like that. in front of me a beautiful plant 
and and you know and you know my brain receiving the picture yeah i mean as long as you're not going to ask me oh i can see this plant is you know maybe it needs needs a water and i'm going to be like which plant and you're going to point it out and i'm not going to see the plant this is the moment when you're not oh, going to realize this plant is talking to me you know yeah. i can see this conversation the leaves like talking to me or something so like in that. in her in her case it turned around to the bedside when she gave birth to her third son mm -hmm. and she had a postpartum depression and the postpartum depression brought the negative thoughts. She was constantly suicidal, but even when she said that she, she this was the moment when everything turned upside down because her voices, even though they were not directly telling her to choose death by suicide, yeah, yeah, they were the messaging which she was receiving from there was inviting her to the fairy land. That's how she referred right. to it. All of her psychosis through all of the years, and as as I'm saying, she she has she has it since five years old, uh, were very much related to fairies, elves, gnomes, okay. and this kind so of that's things. The, the mystic world, and and yeah, she's a very creative person. Mm -hmm. So her creativity creativity in the moments of mania. Uh, where like it was on a hyper 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 and she was saying that she had periods of, because she is she is BPD bipolar uh, mm -hmm. bipolar disorder uh, she uh, and she's got rapid mood changes the ra this type oh, yes. which is rapid mood change okay. uh, she sometimes had like two weeks that she was on the mania and she was sleeping like 37 minutes a wow. day even if she slept yeah. that. And then obviously after that, there was a crash and yeah, crashes were hard yeah, and the crashes were the most dangerous one. She was multiple times hospitalized. So like I, I had a real, uh, and real honor of having that lived experience presented to me in such a way. And I think she processed it in so many ways. She's affected double because her son is schizophrenic. Uh, his, her son's got paranoid schizophrenia and at the moment, he's been 22 months in a hospital yeah, yeah. because he's a danger to himself and everybody else around. Uh, so that that particular person's got a double double lived experience. Uh, but I mean, as long as you're not hearing it, I mean, hearing about long, it what doesn't. Do you mean by, by as long, it's like yeah. In the, you know. no, what I'm saying, as long as you're not gonna hear that lived experience in ah, yeah. one way, you're not really capable of understanding. We yeah, all heard about comprehend. psychosis. You cannot comprehend no. what people are going through, and that's the thing. That's why I love. There is so much talk about mental yeah. health, but you know, obviously, I would love people to to be open about it but it's, I understand how difficult it is because I mean, it's we need to appreciate a lot of things change and I, and I think want to be COVID you know, probably there's a much stigma around yeah, yeah, at the same time oh. in the same time exactly when you want to go public and talk about it you know you have to realize that there's gonna people are gonna you know your, yeah. your neighbors might be less you know, less less understanding and they're gonna, you know, judge you and stuff yeah. like that. And it's difficult, you know, like we've got a neighbor who's got mental health ups and downs, you know, yeah. and, and because we work in this field, we, we, you know, we support him no matter what, he, even if he sometimes shouts at us, you know, mm -hmm. we know that he's got, you know, these episodes of, like now he's... It might be his BPD, he might be BPD. Exactly, and, and you know, it's like, because 
you know, people used to think about mental health as are you crazy, you're going to hurt mm-hmm. someone, you're going to hurt yourself, but, but mostly someone, you know, you, you, I don't know, you running around with the axes and, you know, knives and... I mean, media did that to us in the movies and yeah, films. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. All, all of it is created and I think uh, there is a lot of stigma going out of there. And I mean, the COVID brought to us as much as, you know, it was a shite time for everyone and I'm sorry for anybody who lost health or family members during the COVID times, I think it made us realize a lot about things like depression and anxiety and like there was a lot of comfort. Itself, you know, the COVID was uh, created because we've been in lockdown, we couldn't look after ourselves. And even us, you see, we we started drinking more. Oh yeah, we've got so much, put so much on weight during this time. It was coming up from many angles. But I mean, I think the awareness about depression and anxiety got a little bit higher and bigger after the COVID. There was much more conversations starting around that topic. And uh, I think there is usually healthy people the difference. If someone was healthy, active, and he went through COVID, he quite often at the end of it was depressed and not Mm -hmm. healthy because. Yeah, because well, I, I've heard we see the importance of of actually now I understand as well that's why I do in, in my laws I see importance of physical activity yeah, and physical health oxy- oxygenating the brain that's How like that one impacting of the my mental health do you know what I mean so as, as people say you go to gym nowadays not for physical health that's the byproduct and I, I've, I've heard today a very good podcast. Unfortunately, podcast is in Polish, so I'm not going to be able to strongly recommend to British, to English speaking people, but I can still link it oh, for Polish speaking. Oh, you can learn Polish. I'll learn English. I can speak uh, Polish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's with a woman who is the, who is uh, actually one of the main people actively developing anti-suicide strategy in Poland. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a psychiatrist and neuro something. Neuroscientist. <laughs> uh, neuroscientist, let's say. So she's like a Polish Andrew Huberman. Yeah. <laughs> but she's a psychiatrist, so more like a Paul Conti mix with Andrew yeah, Huberman. Probably no one Anyways. knows the end of those names, but simply. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she was saying that right now the stats are showing that, uh, yes, people are more aware and there are more common. Like there is a common language around the depression mm-hmm. anxiety, but then we are we got suddenly from the stage of nobody wants to talk about it to everybody talks about it, and everything is called right now depression anxiety, so you're not ha- handling your emotions too well oh, yeah. oh I've oh, got an anxiety yeah, yeah. you're having a few days of epi- a low mood yeah, 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 yeah. you are automatically saying, "Oh, you know, I had a depressive episode, you know it was so bad where those people which actually do have anxiety depression and many other because you know we need to remember and i think that's one of the things which i realized so strongly today that all of those conditions in the mental health mental illness zone Mm -hmm. are so much intertwined with each other so when you've got the bpd and you've got states of hypomania mania then you've got lows lows are coming up as a full depression and when we had the conversation about uh, psychosis so after the psychosis comes the depression and it simply comes from the fact that you your senses are constantly heightened. Mm. So if you would hear in your head three, two different voices, you're constantly trying to differentiate which one is which one, what is real, what's not real, who is talking to me. Your brain is on a constant override. That. Then your, your body physically, you are physically not capable yeah, of taking care of um, yourself. That's why I said, you know, wrote today, I was working, working about part of my of my new book, you know, exactly about 
like how I felt as a kid and how I felt till recent times that, you know, I was, my brain, in terms of anxiety, obviously, my brain was constantly, you know, on override, you know, the day I've seen someone on the street, I thought, okay, they're going to approach me or they're going to talk to me, the day at school, they're going to talk to me, definitely, they, you know, paranoia sets in, they mm -hmm. definitely talk, talking about me, you know, and I was getting into this mania spiral, spiral. and you know, my amygdala was basically, you know, going into freeze flight, you know, constantly, uh, constantly. and I heard this high-pitched noise, you know, like, you know, wee in my brain, because my thinking function was close, they were, you know, they, they've been shutting down, my body was technically, you know, a couple of, you know, not hundreds, but, you know, 20 times a day, like, you know, so tense because of this stress, you know, it's like almost PTSD, you know, mm -hmm. emotion, like my brain was switching off, my thinking brain, my amygdala was putting me into, you know, this stress situation, but with not, not really a good reason, but because I was, you know, putting myself into so much, you know, paranoia, that, you know, like I was, I was, you know, how are you supposed to learn? How are you supposed to manage, you know, with your talking to me with your friends when, mm -hmm. when your body is constantly, you know, like that, stressed, unstressed, stressed, unstressed. You know, I was physically exhausted and I just realized like last few years, I've got those tools to, to look after myself. But like my childhood was absolutely, when I was writing, I was like, I felt this even almost triggered again. I was like, oh my God, I'll... And as a kid, you know, and no one knew back then. No one talked to me. I, I was like, you know, even the small talks, I was meeting new person. And I was just like, no wonder they thought I'm weird. Because I was, mm -hmm. I couldn't see properly. I couldn't hear the names. I couldn't make connection. My brain, my amygdala was basically, you know, putting me into fight or flight or freeze response. You know. And after no wonder I was searching for... Numbing yourself. Numbing myself of addiction. So mm -hmm. I wrote it because, you know, I, I post, not a post, I sent uh, this wee part of the chapter to friends of mine and they said, oh my God, that explains everything. That explains so simple, simply. Because that's why I want. I want to talk about the journey of myself. I want to show what I went through as a trauma and all that shit, you know, and abuse. But, you know, I don't want to blame my parents because they've done their best. That was different times and stuff like that. I need to still work on, on, on writing this the way is not going to be blaming them obviously but you know it's, it's still early days but you know it's like exactly so if you're on top of that you've got you know serious uh, mental health illness you know it's just your body goes through yeah. you know wonder people getting mental breakdowns and, and even physically and you know, unfortunately, like I felt like I I aged so much Mm -hmm. physically you know my, my, you know you, you know me so well I don't have mobility I don't have this I don't have balance because I wasn't able to, and you know, I was a kid who ran, who was doing sports, but mm -hmm. because of the amount of stress my body went through, I'm almost like a, a, a wee fucking brick. And you know, if you're on top of that, you're going to have individuals with, with much bigger ill mental health, do you know what I mean? It's, that must be so exhausting. Yeah. No, it's like, today we had this experiment, well, like a demonstration mm -hmm. of how the hearing voices is experience on your own, on, in I your own body. Yeah. And I, I had like three minutes of it. And after those three minutes, I was like, just please stop. Yeah. Like, honestly, it was three minutes through. And the whole experiment looked the way that 
I was sitting and I've been given a task to have a conversation with another person mm -hmm. about a certain topic. In this case, we've been talking, how was our weekend? Mm -hmm. Such a simple, just, trivial yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Normal conversation you can have with your neighbor on the corridor when you're going home. And at the same time, when I was having that conversation, there was two of my colleagues uh, in, on my side, at yeah. the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And one of them took part of a positive talking mm -hmm. a person. And the second one was the hateful negative talk. And I had them both talking straight to my ears yeah. on the side the of my head. the same level as you talk to your, level, your, your, your yes. neighbor. And then mm -hmm. at the same time, I was trying to talk with that, com with that person. Not only I couldn't... Focus. F it, but that's what I wanted to say. It's not only like I couldn't properly hear that person. I physically wasn't pro able to process, process yeah. what she was saying to me. She was asking me a simple questions. So because I said, oh, we did some shopping. And she asked me, what did we do? do what did we buy during the shopping? Like, what was the shopping for? And I, I, I wasn't physically, I wasn't able to process the mm -hmm. memory of what I was doing at the weekend with what she was saying. Mm -hmm. Because constantly, constantly, and those voices, when you hear them, they don't pick and choose what they're saying. There is a lot of conversation up in those voices about mistrust. Yeah, and that's yeah. why, and I think this is what I definitely wanted to on mention. Because emotions all the time yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? One side you might say, oh, she looks beautiful. And the other side says, I don't oh, trust her. Oh, yeah, she hates you. Yeah, exactly. She she Look at her. She's looking yeah. at you. You know, yeah. the way. And remember last week she said something. Oh, she didn't even say hi. Yeah. And the other voice says, maybe she didn't hear you. Exactly. It's so, so draining. Yeah, you know? and I, I mean, like, that's one of the things which I've learned today. That's a new thing out of the entire day is that when we think about people with a mental illness, especially if there is some sort of psychosis involved in any of it, um, or there is an anxiety or anything of those, we hear about those people having trust issues. And when you hear trust issues, most of the time you think daddy's issues, mommy's issues. Yeah, like, oh, your parents didn't oh, love you. <laughs> like, very often All people, right. when they say trust, like, oh, someone betrayed you, you know, this kind of thing. But I wouldn't go there myself, but if you say so, you know what I mean? that's that's like a very common theme when people I'm think autistic. about trust nothing, issues. Nothing common is, is known for me. Uh, no those people which are experiencing psychosis mm -hmm. and OCDs and intrusive thoughts, mm -hmm. they don't trust you and they don't trust people not because someone hurt them. Just it's because they are constantly hearing something. Yeah, so how do they you constantly, know? How do you, how do you know? You've exactly. Basically, if mm -hmm. this is what you've been living for a past year, two, 20, or uh, whatever, or mm -hmm. you had five psychosis episodes in your lifetime, sometimes people experience them only once. And it can take, I gotta say, psychotic episode can take even up to two years. Wow. Without well, for meds, two, yeah. Yes, without, without no, any medication. Yeah, yeah. Those people are constantly processing something what something else or someone else is saying and how I supposed to know if a person approaches me if this is actually a real thing going yeah, on. Yeah, because you said about your friend a long time ago that she got an episode of psychosis yeah. or some kind of mental breakdown and she was apparently on the cycling yeah. somewhere, like she found herself in the middle of on the side yeah. of the town, not knowing what she's doing here, why she's doing, talking to some strangers and, and you know... If, if you had an accident at this time. Yeah, so if you're yeah. this stranger, you know, 
if someone approaching you, chatting to you on the beach, how do you know? Like, you know, yeah. you're assuming someone's got good intentions, you know. Uh, they chatting to you and it turns out that they, you know. So this part with a trust, that's, that was definitely something mm -hmm. new to me. I understand why. But now I understand why uh, interventions in case of those people mm -hmm. are a short-term solution. Because you can you can end up in a hospital and or you can end up having a phone call or a visit with a psychiatrist and this is your first appointment with that person, this is the first time you see them and you're being told you have to open up and you have to have a conversation but you don't know that person, you don't trust yeah, that person. No. How do you know that that person is not giving you, you pills know, to kill you? Not even that, but even like how do you know that at the end of it you're not going to be locked away for the rest of your life, you know? So... Uh, that's one of the things when we've been uh, having having a talk about peer support groups mm. and support in general that there shouldn't be something like oh you have to come today or you're kicked out of the group because it or you have to come now because you are referred and mm. if you don't come over for the group or you don't come over for the visit and you're not coming for two or three weeks that you're no no longer can be supported by the particular person simply because I understand that but at the same time fortunately there are waiting lists waiting lists and as well the funds are there for mm -hmm. X amount of people and, and you know it's just yeah and I, I mean I don't know how to how to resolve that issue because absolutely I am the same you know we we work with the individuals and we, we call them they're not journey ready let's mm -hmm. say do you know what I mean so Exactly. If and in, in, I would say in any support situation, like you've got, you know, uh, anonymous, anonymous, not only mental health, alcoholics, mm -hmm. you know, drug users, and and, and you know, it, you need to addiction. Yeah, you need to be in the right place to make your own decision. No one's going to be forcing you, mm -hmm. and if you're going to go without being some kind of ready, mentally prepared for it. It's not going to end good for you yeah, anyways. You're not going to end well, outcomes. exactly. You, you, you might get yourself mm -hmm. into, and you're going to be in, again in the cycle that, oh my God, again, nothing came out of it. I'm shit person, you know, mm -hmm. I don't have... Reason. I knew I cannot trust them. I knew I, they're not going <laughs> yeah. to do anything or for maybe, me. Or maybe, oh, you're useless, mm -hmm. you, need, yeah. you know. So exactly, you've got sales, you know, hatred, talk to yourself. and So yeah, it is, but at the same time, you know, yeah, there's numbers, you know, you've got... Funders who give money to organization and that expect that you're going to help such an amount of people. And, you know, I mean, it is such a difficult because, you know. And now on that, on that note, this year theme mm -hmm. uh, for a mental, World Mental Health Day is mental health being a universal human right. Absolutely. I think this uh, theme is a little bit incomplete it should be good mental health or a mental health support because we all have a mental health. Yeah, you have good or bad, you know. So it doesn't, yeah, yeah, you we know, all... we might have a poor, we might have a good, we might have a functioning or however you want to call it, we all have yeah, a mental health. Yeah, yeah. So obviously it is a human right because we've got it no yeah, matter what. Have, uh, so this right this, to, to improve, to imp I do believe I do believe it should be mental health support is a universal human right that's yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. my um that's my of improvement yeah so yeah. or good mental health is is a universal human right yeah, but, it's uh, like, but what we is good are mental health do you know what i mean like so many like my good mental health is is going to be different than the health of this person but yeah and i mean exactly. so, so you know like to support and being able to 
to fight for your mental mm-hmm. health as a human right. Like you've got a right to education, you know, and obviously each country got different way or and different different level of education. Yeah. But you know, this this uh, this good mental health or good education, yeah, the human rights that should be. And I'm very slowly starting to understand, especially like today's all of the conversation I had. I really start to understand Maybe that. Maybe after my diploma, you're gonna go to. Maybe. <laughs> I, I really start to understand that there is a there is a need of opening up the conversation about mental health or separating conversation between mental health and mental illness because mental health and promoting good mental health is a completely different yeah, yeah, case than living with a mm, mental yeah, illness. Yeah, absolutely. And like, for example, like my, my first idea for having a conversation today was chatting about the agency and the um, generative drive, which we started mm. to, to talk about last week. <clears throat> but the agency and the generative drives got nothing to do with the moment when you have a mental illness Absolutely. involved. Absolutely. You can do the best you can, you can focus as much as you can on yeah, the agency, have, on trying to be aware or know, whatever absolutely. else, but you're not going to find them fight the mental illness. There comes therapy, there comes medication, yeah. uh, other ways of support, but literally all of those techniques which we can talk about if, when we talk about mental health, promoting good mental health, very often go through the window. Yeah, I mean, as well as this, this stereotypes, you know, when you've got depression, anxiety, well, you're going to be all right, you know. You, but when you have, uh, you know, psychosis, majority of people thinking, oh, that's a cuckoo moment, you know. You've got yeah. like, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's, you know. And I mean, and, like, I don't get me wrong, because like, things like awareness, that's a very transferable yeah, skill, absolutely, absolutely, uh, being but, aware. But I still believe that if you say poor mental health, yeah, you're thinking categories of of depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, low moments, you know, trauma and stuff. But you know, ill, ill, you know, ill mental illness. That's different world, and yeah. that's quite often when people say, "Oh, did you know?" I'm just like, "Oh, you know, that's 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 way below above my pay grade." You know, I mean, uh, or, you know, very, I, I don't know how to, because we don't we don't. You know, the world is talking about depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. The, the world doesn't talk about psychosis. Yeah, and I think psychosis is one of the things which is still because it was, there's two topics. Stigmatized. Uh, which are heavily, even not stigmatized, but a taboo. There is still mm-hmm. taboo on them. It's uh, psychosis and suicidal thoughts, suicidal ideation. For me, I'm so I curious think... about it. And every single time I work with, with you know, with the participant or I'm around a person who... You know, it's something, I know it's probably my autistic curiosity in, it's to the point like I, I want to ask like straight like, so how is it? Tell me, you know, because I'm curious because I want to know to be able to talk about it. You know what I mean? And obviously I know that the person on the other side not really want to talk about it. And as well, quite often people talking about it to me when we build a relationship. And absolutely, I love that. I'm privileged to, to, to be able, when they're able to open up to me, that means they trust me or, or you know, they need to talk. And I'm there for them. But, you know, I was like, exactly, I would like to know more because I'm curious. And uh, I know more about depression and anxiety because uh, that's my, you know, li- you know my, my lived-in experience mm-hmm. for all my life and, you know, living with, uh, you know, trauma. But exactly, I would like to know this side of, 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 uh, of mental illness because 
you know, I want to be able to support everyone. On the other maybe hand, maybe something I need to maybe. mention at work. Maybe because you know, yeah, because we talk about this part of mental health. And I, f I think it's like you know, for me, um, like in a lot of parts of what we talk about in the organization I'm working for. Um, on the very beginning, I found it a little bit like I didn't I didn't get why we are writing in our social media website statements and I don't know newspaper articles poor mm -hmm. mental health and mental illness at the very beginning when I came in into the yeah, place that's true, exactly two different I I was like that's like a lot of words <laughs> <laughs> word count <laughs> so you know for me writing well, poor mental that into the Twitter <laughs> no, come on. so for me poor mental but health Now I get it because, Absolutely. and I can understand why people which are living with a mental illness and mental illness is part of their life. So they are either affected by having a mental illness But, you know, or they are a carer you know, of a person with a mental illness. I can understand why they can get upset, annoyed, ignored. Yeah, and what's, what else? Because like when you, when, let's say the situation, you know, you talk about about I, I bet million social workers or any workers had this kind of conversation I probably I had this conversation a few times with someone you know I was asking you know questions obviously you know we've got mm -hmm. uh, forms to fill and stuff so I was like mental health issues you know I was like yeah just you know I've got depression but I'm not like crazy or anything or anything mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like that kind of statement that you're putting a line between Yeah. Mental health and mental illness because people There are is still, something still to which like you should be all right, yeah? That's how you see it. Yeah, oh, if I know, have a know, depression, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still all right, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But if you cross a certain yeah, and, and level, that's, that's, then that's already that's, being yeah, too far. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the way the society It's thinks, like, exactly. That's why we need to uh, normalize conversation about both. About both, exactly. Because, because if you've got someone who says, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, not crazy, I've got just, I'm not crazy, I've got just depression or anxiety... That's not all right, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the other person on the side would say, "Bloody hell, you know." So that means I'm what? Well, I'm yeah. And you know, the stigma about mental illness and having mental illness, so bad. You know, I mean, we've been putting people in, you know, locking them away in, you know, in the in the padded places. Do you know what I mean? So, well, you know, in some cases, yeah. this is the only way to no, go around know, it. So absolutely, don't but, you get know, me like wrong. Movies are yeah. movies created, you know, like but at the same horror, time, like killing movies about person who losing her their, their mind you know and start yeah. killing or whatever and and this is not like that they still have families they still i mean yeah. the picture uh, which i love about you know like yeah I, i work with so many people with psychosis as well and and you know they try to improve their lives they love impair people they can't people you know and obviously you know they're on medication and as well you know that's part of of their struggle sometimes the voice in the head says don't take the medication mm -hmm. to try to kill you or whatever you know or they don't trust them and that's when things uh, become more difficult for them you so know for example like and if quite you often goes with like with addiction in cycles i think like with today completely uh unexpected outcome like of ex explore exploring my knowledge and expanding mm -hmm. my knowledge was the fact that a lot of that's the statistics a lot of men mm -hmm. which are on the antipsychotic medication mm -hmm. and schizophrenia is actually quite common more common among men than women, okay. uh, are going off meds because of the sexual dysfunction. Okay. Meds are causing 
having less, no drive, yeah, yeah, no, drive. no mm -hmm. sexual drive whatsoever. And a lot of men feel like they are lessened. Not well, only yeah, know, are they know, affected. Know, you know how it was when that, you were on the, on on the of, yeah, antidepressants. You, you, you think, oh my God, I've got mental illness. That sucks. And on top of that, I, I cannot, you know, have a boner. Yeah. You feel, you know, and you see bloody hell, you know. And yeah, absolutely. That's just the same with me when I was on my uh, antidepressants and uh, anxiety medication. My, my, my libido was, you know, I don't know what, mm. where to be found, you know. <laughs> and, uh, Looking with a microscope. Not even there, probably, you know. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk took it to Mars already. Do you I know would know have you? to look for it with the web telescope. <laughs> <laughs> that's the new one or that's the old one? That's the new one. That's right. the one which what is was doing the, the first cool one? pictures. What's the first uh, one? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. yeah so, uh, so there is like not yeah. only not only we've got not only we've got a situation of a, you know stigma and people opinion about you as an individual because you have a particular mental illness. Yeah. There is loads of other things which are affecting you as a person as a part of the therapy you know, process, like, which are actually lessening your if, chances for you know, better I'm, I'm life. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, like big into the. You know. Uh, sex overall, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, I think we're doing good now. But anyway, uh, but on top of that, you know, you've got gain, weight gain, this yeah. and that, you know, sleepiness. So so many side effects, unfortunately, that I understand why some guys decided. You know what? This is just the worst. And as well with time, when you feel when you're you forgot, you're almost like forgetting about what happens to you when you don't take meds. Mm -hmm. And you realize how much fucked up you are when you're on meds and you take one year or two years and you think, start to think, well, you know, maybe I'm just, oh, no, I, have, I have enough. Let's, everything's going to be all right. You're going to be hopeful because you forgot how bad it can get. And that's what happened. You know, like I work with as well someone who, who exactly was not taking meds for, for you know, for, for various reasons. And, and you know, and, and that's what happened. You know, he's, uh, he's got into his psychotic state, you know, and, and he... He was hospitalized and, you know, um, heavily hospitalized, unfortunately, because he was dangerous to himself. Even took them weeks to to adjust medication and stuff like so that. So he could be communicative. Yeah, you know. So, no, I, I mean, like, I, I really started to understand that it's good that we are having conversation about mental health. And, I mean, we still have a long way and to go. For, mm -hmm. for I'm talking about mental health in this case. Like, mm -hmm. it, we still have a long way to go. And, you know, I think we start slowly starting to learn that mental health is as important as physical health. But then if you think about how we are taking care of our physical body, no wonders that we are completely... <clears throat> fucked up about our <laughs> minds yeah, if we cannot take like, care of our bodies you know exactly so like mental the, health and you know the, the thing is like we consuming so much processed food not because we we don't care it's because they cheaper they fully you know everywhere available mm. and and there's not my choice and as well like so i wrote this i told you that today so like you know we live so we eat so much shit that eating healthy, healthy food, is called diet. It, it, it's called di dieting, you know, which is absolutely exactly the point. Because, oh, you're on diet? No, I just eat more um, vegetables, yeah. less meat. You know, yeah. I would like to as well go back one day to being a vegetarian for a while again. Maybe when we're going to be more self-sustainable. Yeah, yeah, but because obviously the, the choices and, yeah. and, and still expensive stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we've done what? How, how long have you been vegetarian? For two years? Yeah. 18, 18, 18 months, yeah. 18 months or nearly. And you know. But yeah, so, so it's just like uh, today I really deeply understood that 
putting people which are dealing with a poor mental health in the same category, t- category as mm. people which are um, affected by the mental illness in mm. one way or another is a completely different cup of story. We've been talking today a lot about acceptance. When you've got someone, when you've got your loved one uh, with a poor mental health, so I'm okay. It's just to, just to be clear, in no place, in no part of what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I am saying that poor mental health and acute mental health problems are less yeah, important, yeah, yeah, less, less dramatic, less, less traumatic, yeah. or whatever else. Absolutely. I'm just saying that it's a completely different category for a very simple reason, that there is a chance, there is a way of actual recovery from this sort of things. But when we are talking about mental illness, there is yeah. no such a thing it's like a recovery. Con- it's a lifelong con- condition. condition. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same you know. as you when you're becoming... Uh, diabetic. Yeah, absolutely. You're not gonna you've, suddenly you've got, you know, cure you've got, diabetes. You've got how person. to say how to say you've got um, enduring. No, no, it's like, like your body is like you know your, your body is changed. You know, in yeah. this case, your brain is changed. If you've got HIV, you've got HIV. You can live long, long. You know, fulfill life with your medication. And similar yeah. is. But Same as diabetes or many diabetes, other. But yeah. some of the sicknesses of our bodies or minds are less stigmatized than others. Than, than, than others, you know, and absolutely, you know, and and yeah, I'm curious. I think I would like to explore this subject in, in, in reading and more about mental illness because there is probably, you know, we talk about psychosis and, and like, you know, bipolar, this and that, but absolutely probably there's a many, many, many more which, uh, you know... Well, for example, when you look at the psychosis mm-hmm. as, a, as a one, one of the elements Mm -hmm. of other conditions you've got schizophrenia then there you've got different types of schizophrenias within it but then you've got schizoaffective disorder you've got bpd um you've got bpd one and two uh you which are hypomania mania and they are like differentiating differentiated between each other with the way symptoms are showing and mm-hmm. what sort of order and how they, you know, how they work. But then and as well, you've the got other thing so is like, many... Like body, bodily is like body, body dysmorphia. Yeah, like eating s- disorders. That's, body dysmorphia is within, is categorized as a part of the... Yeah, but it's disorders. your brain, it's, you see yourself, mm-hmm. you know, as... But a, I mean, it's the same as, it, for example, anorexia, when you exactly, think that you are you know, fat it's, it's, and you're not. Yeah, exactly. It's, it comes to the food and intake, yeah. food intake, but so the it, day, it it's, connects it's with sickness of the brain because yeah. your brain tells you, you see yourself in distorted light, in distorted yeah. picture, do you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, But yeah. yeah, there's just like so many things. So obviously you've got uh, borderline personality disorder. Oh, that's BPD. I've mixed up the things. Hmm. <laughs> We've but got BPD like OCD. and BD. OCD is oh, just an OCD. Disorder, obs- you know, that, that's but you can go into manias as well, you know. So. Of course. Yeah, so I mean, so yeah, so many of those. And, and, and you know, I would love the, the people when you t- in that talk about those two, exactly. Uh, ill mental health and, you know, il- mental illness and, and mental health struggles, I would say, you know, because... Uh, it's just like, it's a lot of things, like, for example, when you think about BP, borderline personality disorder, there's, for example, this myth that people with a BPD uh, are not capable of, like, creating lasting relationships because it's hard for them. It's hard for them to... They've got very often attachment disorders next yeah. to it, and they are more... Uh, 
they are more on the side of being paranoid in the relationship. So if you don't respond to them within 15 they minutes, know. then, you know, they, they start to project yeah, yeah, yeah. things. So there is lots of things. And some of those things are, uh, they've got common parts as other. Yeah, but can you imagine being that kind of person, you know, with this? How, you know, how probably, you know, it's like when you have this, it's quite often you go into mental health, you know, ill, like, like, how to say that, you know, if you, if I would be, you know, exactly, if, if, you know, if you go through some kind of diagnosis, whatever it is, you usually go through stages of breathing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which can lead you to depression on top of mm-hmm. that. Do you know what I mean? So, but depression is sometimes just a common part of some of the conditions. Exactly. Simply and, from and the fact feel, that... Feeling, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, why, my, why me? Yeah. And, you know, exactly. So. It's not even that. This is what we've been talking. If you're constantly dealing, for example, with anger and jealousy and thinking if you are not being rejected by someone, which sometimes is one of the symptoms of things like borderline personality yeah. disorder, then it's normal that you've got moments when you're crashing down because how long can you bloody worry? And, and it's well, something sometimes which... when you when you let's say when you're going through a relationship and another relationship goes down to, to, to yeah. the drain and you think oh I'm, I'm lovable and you you know it's 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 hard you know what I mean it's hard it must be very hard you know? so I mean yeah definitely like I know that you've learning a lot about mental health in general and we've got so much to be thankful for to to people talking about mental health but I do believe that practitioners people supporter support workers uh, should learn more about mental illness we all do. Not only all expanding, no, no, like, but I mean, you know, no, I'm no, talking about frontline, those people which are actually working, like, there is a massive... But darling, if we had that kind of, in high school, conversation and knowing, yeah, we, that's, all, we all would, you you know, that wouldn't be so much stigma around that's, it. That's know? something which, as, like, as I was it's saying, I was like, listening to that Polish podcast mm-hmm. and uh, there's... One is one person is a psychotherapist, the other one was a psychiatrist having conversation. They said that it's a simple solution to what we are going through right now. It's a psychoeducation at school. Absolutely. It's the same with sex it's, education and education. This is it. Psych- psychoeducation at school, making young people aware of, like, you know, how it looks like mental health, what are the symptoms, myths, like simple coping strategies and things like that. And today we had the chat about students. Um, and how it's it's one of the things which is baffling me, mm-hmm. and I I I think as a person who just came out of the higher education from the university. Did you have any, any input in that? Mm-hmm. Did you have any input about the conversation, mental or? illness, and your on your four years of studying? No, because I was separated from it by COVID. In majority of it. Yeah, but still online courses, online classes. No, like? I didn't have any mental health. There is a mental health. Counselor in yeah, the but uni, in terms but of I didn't have a no, I, no, there was nothing. I but if what I was in high schools. And, and so, anyway. so you know, what I wanted to say, um, the seventy over seventeen. That's official stats from end of from two thousand twenty-two. Over seventy, nearly seventy-five percent of students in Scotland are reporting low mood. State prolonged states of low mood, mm-hmm. so it could be some of them, some certain part of them could be depression. Some of them, I'm like not saying some could, some of them could be SAD, yeah, yeah. Uh, but seasonal affective disorder that's how it's called. Uh, and only 45% of the surveyed students in that survey are actually coming forward and saying 
that there is something going not right in their mental health state because they are afraid of stigma. And it's something which is bloody baffling me. All those people are having access to the internet, TikTok, Instagram, and everything else. They are bombarded by the messages and communicate about, Mm. I don't know, exercise, makeup, fashion, and travels. But yet, somehow, those 20 years old people are afraid of saying Mm, that they are unwell. I don't know. I mean... I've had depression now when I look back since I was a little boy. Due to trauma and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. And I just realized that five years ago. Do you know what I mean? Because I had those... But you know, you've got... Let's say you've got 1,000 students having a conversation with a... You know, doing the survey. And you're having a question. When you were experiencing experiencing mm. poor mental health period, poor mental health at a certain time, mm. have you come forward and asked for help? Yes or no? Yeah, but there is a reason question why. Question is no. no. And then answer. the question, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. And then there is another question coming up: why you haven't asked for help? Mm. And then when the answer comes, because I was afraid I'm going to be judged, that comes out to stigma. Yeah, yeah, but. Yes, exactly, because they see what's happening to people around them. If someone so, disclosed that, the, you know, the Katie's got depression and mental health or she just cried in the corridor uh, because she had, you know, breakdown because she cannot cope and because any other, many reasons, but valid that's reasons. But that's I'm saying, I don't you know, get it. Why? Living, I don't people know because are cruel. Do you know for me, it's like, cruel. we are living in the 21st century. I can somehow, I somehow understand you know, we've got, that... We are older generation is struggling with a stigma and with coming forward with things like that. At the same time, we are I cruel to each other. You see, hmm? at the same time, we are cruel to each other. But you know, so this is this is like for me why it it is a quite important thing, and I take it as a personal thing because I know how hard it could be during the uni, mm-hmm. um, and the period of time when young people are studying is the period of time where our brain is going through major development. A lot of mental illnesses, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about mental, poor mental health, mental illnesses are having first symptoms during the adolescent time in between mm-hmm. the age of 16 and 24. Yeah. Things, for example, like schizophrenia, a large part of the people which are diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder and schizophrenia are actually diagnosed in the age of 18, 19. Yeah. And yet we are having a generation after generation after generation of people coming in to the universities, coming into the colleges and still being afraid of coming forward and saying, I am not well. Well, because everyone's going to say exactly. I know that it's the system which is failing and there should be a massive conversation about it in the high schools, not even the universities and colleges. The conversation should start over there. But that's why I'm saying psychoeducation would sort at least a large percentage of what is happening over there. And now imagine that we are having students, young people. Okay, my question is... There's your organizations that people who go to schools and talk about us. Yeah. Yeah? Amazing. If any of you would be ever interested, you can research two programs which are called Bloom and the other one is called Your Resilience and we are educating young people in between age of 12 and 18 about mental health so, yeah, and but building resilience. You know, that's what I mean. like, it, you know how it is. People, people, you know, posting 
I'm gonna, you know, people got dramas on like, social media, people, uh, you know, committing suicide because something, you know, picture of, of a bulb or whatever, you know, it came out and someone's done something horrible to, you know, we are, as a teenager, sometimes we don't think, we are, you know, posting, sending someone dick pics and, and, you know, and stuff, and after someone is using it to send to whole school, and you know what I mean, it's... It comes. To, I don't know what it comes to. I'm, you know, in my so do you in think my teenage no years, to that? no, it is solution to that. You have to have, you know, better quality education and better, um, you know, richer, richer. I would say society because if you people people struggling with money and poverty, and uh, people are judged because they're poor and stuff like that, and and so stressed because of that, you know, they don't, you know, that's all about hierarchy of needs. You know, if, you, if your basic needs are not met, you're not going to be thinking about mental health and stuff like that, darling. Unfortunately, it comes all, you know, if we all would have relatively good money and we could afford stuff, houses, you know, food on the table, we would then think about rest of the stuff, you know. And as well, you know, you've got, you've got childhood trauma, you've got this and that, you know what I mean? So many variables into that picture. And, you know, I would love to live in happy ever after world when people are judging, but, you know, we... And that comes from where? You know, if if someone says, you know, oh, you know, this fucking neighbor is a freaking gay, you know, and if he's, someone is homophobic, his kids gonna listen to that. And they're gonna become the same. Maybe, you know, not... But, you know, like, we're giving a... You know, we're giving example to our children. The TV, you know, if you've got sexualizing teenagers uh, or, you know, TV shows, you know, boobs and, you know, and asses and stuff like that, we live, you know, just, just sell, sell, sell. Do you know what I mean? We don't. I, I, I don't you know. know. I still believe there is a solution to Absolutely, something like that. Absolutely, there is that. solution, but unfortunately. We I still to, haven't found it, but I do yeah, believe psychoeducation is one know, part of it. You know, there's so many, like, blogs and podcasts and stuff when people talk about it, you know, like. You know, as much I love uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, and he had the podcast with uh, Rich Roll, you know, I don't, you know, he was like, obviously, he was trying to get, a, you know, around a, a stuff, but we need to be strong, we need to this and that, you know, well, you know, you have to sleep in, we have this, like, body, we have to pump iron and be, be strong, you know, yes, we, we need to be stronger, and to be stronger, we have to explain people why they need to look after themselves, why they shouldn't be drinking and smoking drugs, you know, and, and, and look, they, why we should look after our bodies, you know, when we're young still, because that's affecting our mental health, you know. But, you know, I don't believe that, you know, he was, he was having this kind of conversation about, you know, or we are, you know, like, almost like, you know, some of the kids are, you know, too, too weak, you know. But, you know, you, you weren't there. You don't know what they went through exactly. So... So let's let's don't don't go there, you know. Let's be let's be mindful about everyone, you know. We 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 shouldn't be measuring everyone with the same, you know, scale and stuff like that, as we say, you know. So, so yeah. So you know, there is I don't know. There is solution. Education, education, as always, you know. If you we had society used to be homophobic, you know. We we know that you know this is this is this is the you know. There's nothing wrong with people who are you know homosexuals and. And we move on, do you know what I mean? And and the same now is, you know, transgender. Then we, we know that, you know, people, we've got not children. Everywhere. Exactly. We, obviously, <laughs> not everywhere, but, you know, Western societies, they, they go with the science, you know, and they're changing, you know. We know that some people are experiencing, they 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 born in different ways than, than, than they, you know, they, their body, you know, uh, 
was born and stuff like that. So, so yeah, we'll learn and hopefully in times we're going to be able to to explore mental health and mental illness and talk about it more and, and be okay with that, you know. I don't know if that's going to be still in our lifetime. Whatever, you know, like... I mean, I'm not going to stop on a mission of having that conversations and, you know, yeah, opening... No, start, start opening blog and use, use that knowledge which you learn to, I to mean, reach there are, the people. There's more people who are, you know, who know what they're talking about. Exactly. I'm, I'm not experienced as you. As you see, I've missed BPD with BD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, bipolar, you know. uh, bi bipolar disorder with the borderline personality disorder. Yeah, but you should, I mean, like, you know, even, even if you're not, you know... As long as you do not do not make it harm, you know it's good. You know, yeah, I've try. I've made today a really bad joke, Don't and I realize. That. Yeah, so you know, so <laughs> the same was with, with with me and autism, and you know, you know, that's you know, all my books came out of learning about I don't know, learning, experiencing first difficulties, learning about it, and sharing my knowledge and my feelings about it with others and. You know, and the thing is, like, back then, when I wrote my first or second book, that was relevant. Mm -hmm. Now, may probably, definitely, I would write things differently. Yeah, but it, things it's, are ever it's, not, it's not about, you know, punishing yourself. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, probably you would find a few quotes in my book where, where it would be outdated or uh, something like that. And, you know, all right. Speaking of your book, uh, today when we had a conversation with... Uh, the lady about with the fairies and the gnomes <laughs> has because of her son's schizophrenia he was diagnosed when he mm -hmm. was 19 he's right now 32 uh, so so it's been quite a time uh, when he's living with a condition very often hospitalized he did, she did say that um he's never like his type of schizophrenia mm -hmm. paranoid schizophrenia um he's never going to get cured and he might never get better. Yeah. He's always going to be spiraling between really bad, he needs to be in the hospital, into so-so, yeah, he it. might survive in the supported accommodation. She said that it took her quite some time. Obviously, there's a period of like, why? Maybe it's me because yeah, it's I'm, brief. you know. Yeah, going through uh, this, like, and now she, now she accepted that this is, this is the way uh, he's going to be. And we had that conversation about... Max, so I've mentioned um, Max being autistic and having developmental delay mm. and the fact that you were grieving <clears throat> over a child you've never lost, but you were grieving over the child you will never have, mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, because he was alive, obviously. I didn't lose. Yeah. That wasn't grief like when someone dies. Yeah. But at the same time, there was all idea the dreams, of a child. Yeah, I didn't, I'm not going to have sounds play football and stuff. That's, right? that's what she said, is that when her younger kids, younger children started to achieve mm -hmm. things in a life she was really happy for them like oh you know she went to high school she went the another son went to uh, university every single time one child was succeeding the back of her head was like but he's never gonna have that so she say like as much as she accepted the idea of absolutely. having a schizophrenic son who's always going to be dependent, who's always going to be unwell, it's okay. She knows this is the way it's going to be, but yet there are certain moments yeah, in the life it's, it's, where you where it hits you again yeah, and again I've, and I've again. I've got it once for a while, you know. Like I see, you know, how how my life turns out and stuff like that, and how my you know my ex my 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 daughter you know and and you know achieving and how we got good relationships and and there is this moment when you know 
like someone just putting a, a hot iron through my heart, looking like, yeah, I know my, my son is, you know, he's safe, he's loved, he's got everything, he's mm. happy boy, but he's never going to be independent, he's never going to understand most of what happened in the world, you know, and this is the, this big moment of sadness, and this is the when my heart, you know, like the, the, this hot iron goes through it. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm not letting it, and I'm getting sometimes angry. Not angry. This is like that kind of, you know, you know, not anger. This is not. I don't know how to explain it. This is this feeling of like exactly like almost like what you want to say. Why, why me? Why him? Mm. But at the end. You know, I've got those tools to say to myself exactly, but this this is okay to feel this way. That's not going to change who he is, you know, and there's no point of going deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so, so that's... Because I, acceptance, I went through acceptance, I, I went through all these stages, and, and you know, this, you know, no, I'm going to be getting older and mm. more worried because what's going to happen when mommy's going to be Oh, around. that that's what that was, we had a conversation today. That's part of, of every During person's the lunch. life who got child with disability was, yeah. sickness and, and you there know. was a lady with us whose daughter has uh, got schizophrenia and she experienced multiple psychotic episodes um, her daughter is at the moment 37 mm-hmm. and she is a middle child so the lady is about 60 approaching 60 uh, she was saying that she was standing today in a room and there was like a lot of people in the room and she noticed only a few faces which were above 55, nearly mm-hmm. 60 or a little yeah. bit 60. Mm-hmm. And then she she was just like very curious to listen about that. Uh, and she said like, and then I realized there's only few faces like people like me. And that made her realize, oh my God, I'm old. Yeah. And then when she realized, oh my God, I'm old... The, the next the next thought was but what about my daughter what's gonna happen yeah. to her when i'm not here you know remember two years ago was i had this speech about exactly like was invited to that kind of i don't remember the name sorry about that but that was about yeah i had a speech and my i decided to talk about and uh, i was speaking engagement i talked about exactly like how we as a parents we're going through stress of life uh that kind of moments mm-hmm. when you're getting older and your death is obviously we all think about death but your death, thinking the the th- thoughts of thinking about when you think about your death, it comes with with this heavy pain because and fear. What's going to happen to my boy? Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I could say you know people would say, oh, she's got a younger sister. Yes, she's two years younger, but or two and a half. But this is not her responsibility. Mm. She and I keep telling her that since she was a little baby. You know, like yeah, Max is like this. But if you want to go and travel, be in states, leave it somewhere else. That's my responsibility and mom's to look after him and, and make sure that financially he's going to be able to, I don't know, you know, or government at the end when, when yeah. you know, I don't want her to feel that she's have a pressure of, you know, it would be nice if she would visit him once for a while, do you know what I mean? But that's not, not what it's I... It's not the expectation. No. And, and you yeah, know, and, and, and fear, doing that's that... exactly that. During the speech I was talking yeah. about exactly that we leave and I'm getting older and he's getting bigger and he, you know, and we live in, in this thoughts in the back of our heads that some yeah you never you never gonna yeah and during that conversation i've mentioned what you started to do that you started to record Record videos messages videos three folders yeah uh that you started to record messages to max and the one of those ladies that the one which was saying that her daughter is 30 something and you know she's afraid Mm. of dying because of it uh she looked at me she was like 
like I, I would break in the pieces because it's acknowledging the fact that it's gonna happen and I know it's gonna happen yeah. but recording that message makes it so tangible and so close and she was like I'm like when you're gonna have a conversation with your partner just say that it's huge and it's a brilliant idea of doing it and but at the same time it's not easy at it, all it's not easy mm -hmm. to do something like that I, I guess it's I partially self-therapeutic yeah but at the same time I was recording it twice or something because first time I cried you know and then I'm going to cry now but yeah but at the same time uh, well, I, that's a natural part of, of our lives I'm going to die and I at least he's someone you know <laughs> and you know I wrote like and I said and I wrote I said, I said to, to, to the first video like something and I deleted it and after I said I thought to myself well but he's going to be watching it in 20 years I'm going to be younger <laughs> you know on the video I'm going yeah. to be older you know he's going to see me as a you know oh I saw that yesterday let's say yeah. or two years ago he died two years ago and over he talks to me and I was like listen to mom and after I just came to my and the cameras they look after you you know because I don't know what's going to yeah. be the future like but you know I'm trying to make it you know it's like look daddy looks long younger you know and, <laughs> and and yeah it's heartbreaking but it's a good thing to do do you know what I mean it's a good thing to do because it's just even even you know is that going to be memory so I'm, I'm going to give you a completely different idea and that's something because I've got three folders one for you mm. one for Livy Mm -hmm. and one for Max and obviously okay. they're all different you know I mean? so one of the ladies said to me that her uh, one of the carers she's supporting she's got a child a teenager which is experiencing mental illness and she created an email address mm -hmm. and she's sending her emails yeah that's what I was thinking as well you and know, then I'll she be... said like when the time's gonna come She's just going to give her the email address and the logins. It's mm -hmm. going to all be attached and all the emails going to be there. But I guess it's really depending on, you know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, exactly, because that's why I started recording on my laptop and I want to, I'm going to be moving it into the pen drive. And then mm -hmm. a pen drive, like uh, drive. external drive. drive, yeah, yeah. Because I would love to have it in some kind of cloud, exactly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, nowadays, you know, one day you've got the email address, next mm -hmm. day the email address doesn't exist, so... I mean, so so as yeah. as you can see, guys, the conversation about you know, like I'm 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 fully aware that maybe the people which are listening to us have their own lived experience of a poor mental even, health and listen. a mental illness, mm -hmm. but each of us is experiencing that in a different way, and I feel very privileged to to have a opportunity to speak with people Absolutely. work with people which not only yeah. experience it but see it every single day at Living work it. they mm -hmm. are supporting other people which are going through it yeah. they very often have a double experience as a lived experience and experience of supporting other people and have a, have a very unique perspective and commit their life to uh, trying to better life of other people and honestly I, I just feel privileged and you know, yeah, it's huge. It, it, I always you know, I, well. I am, I very often look at myself, I know we're long, mm -hmm. <laughs> I look at, like, I look at myself, like, I'm just like a person behind the computer, just typing all that shit, you know, and they are living yeah, through it, just, and they are, without you, that wouldn't be, you know, exposure, so. I know, but at the same time, very, like, I'm, every single day, I'm getting closer to the moment, how futile is my work, and how, Extraordinary is a work of people which are, 
you know, yeah, front supporting line, people front on the front line. line. Do you know what I mean? But I wouldn't say fertile because, you know, without... You know, it's it's all interconnected, you know. Like, I know, you know, I, I like, know my, I, I play my own part in it. But I do believe you know, yeah, that's that true. my but understanding... Is, you know what pisses me off? Mm-hmm. That people like you getting average 26 to 30,000 pounds a year. Yeah. And people up front... I'm getting, getting 20, 20, 20, 20 to 24. To 24 I know, I know, oh, I'm fully aware of it. And and the, the load and, and the access to help for frontline workers, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have access to help like counseling because you mm-hmm. don't deal with that stuff. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We do and we don't. And we quite often get in burnout. And, and anyway, so yes, that's another topic. So so I would just want to go back at the end uh, about about the recordings. Why mm-hmm. are we not going to be recording for even, you know, if you've got healthy kids? How cool would it be if, you know, you die and, you know, you're getting the post from your, your you know, lawyer or whatever, a wee envelope with the pen drive when this is, for the last 20 years, that recorded mm-hmm. one video a month about something like mm-hmm. that. So I said, oh, remember, Livia, today, when I'm recording, we wait skateboarding and this and this happened. Mm-hmm. Do you know, and it's, it's amazing because you, you will live forever on this piece of uh, pen drive. Yeah. So, guys, record your videos for your children and for your, your loved ones. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to make a, a one, like one folder with the silly joke, that jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway. yeah, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Be kind thank you very much. And what I would like to say at the end is just read more, experience more, be more open-minded. And, yeah. And, just, you know, when you... Try to be kind. Try to not judge and try never to jump to conclusions because if you're having a conversation with someone, you know, this person, this person might actually be experiencing hearing few other... I actually heard a really cool thing. I'm just going to end mm-hmm. the conversation. Sure. I am a person experiencing my own voice. Mm. Yeah, because there's no one else's voice. There's nobody else. And you, might, I, yeah. you know, it, it was it, it hit me so hard because the woman was like one woman was a person experiencing hearing voices, mm-hmm. and the other person said, "And I support people hearing voices, but I have a voice only my own." Yeah, and yeah. So appreciate it and learn. Yes, yeah, so how I, to. At the end, you know, today I was listening to the podcast of Tim Ferriss with Shane Parrish. Mm-hmm. And you know, Shane Perry said, you know, said shit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the writing is often the process by which we learn to think. And Tim said, yeah, for sure. You're not writing down what you think. You are writing in order to think. Exactly. In the morning, when I have my gym, come back, I have my pages. That helps in terms of mental health. Helps me to you know to to segregate my my mind and say you know okay Nico you went through this today yesterday was this day you felt this you felt that oh maybe you should do I start I, you know I realized recently I started writing like uh, uh, Mark Aurelius you know in that kind of uh, <laughs> in an old-fashioned way you know anyways guys uh, good night um, guys we love you so much have a lovely day uh, be or kind night. to yourself talk about mental health talk about mental illness don't be afraid don't shy, the, shy away and if you have issues if you're struggling, if you, you know, you if need you're challenged, challenged by your own by, mental health, yeah, please, obviously, come in, forward. In the bottom, you're going to be having few numbers of, and you know, 
see, reach out for help. We love you so much. Take, Take care. care.